Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staking Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm uh, converting matter into energy, keeping uh, doing my part to keep the universe running. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, outputting a little carbon. Outputting a little carbon, huh? That's you right. You like that. You like yeah, the carbon output, that's right. don't you? Yeah, yeah, doing my part. Well, you got to do your part, obviously. So, um, I don't know where we should begin. Uh, you know what? I, we'll begin at the beginning. How about we do that? Uh, that's a, usually a fine place to start. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. So, um, I did take some videos. If you were part of the Patreon, you can see these videos um, of Adrian coming in. Not very happy and not very welcoming to our uh, Patreons. Well, you know, it's... Uh, it, You've got this thing lately where you do your best to annoy me yes. every single day, and it's it's actually getting quite annoying, uh, so mission accomplished. Uh, but, You're uh, welcome. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that. Do you, you actually think I do better radio when I'm annoyed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, you do better radio when you're annoyed. I, I, I don't think so. I think that's you. I think that's your thing. I think you're projecting uh, your internal insecurities onto me. You think, you think it's yeah, what it is? Yeah, I think, think that's projection? what it is, yeah. Oh, thank you, Doctor Wiley. I, I think it's totally that's totally the case because um, I think I do better radio when I'm level and clear-headed. You know what? Instead of being annoyed. Are you fucking out of your mind? No, you are I'm not. I'm, I'm being totally serious here. No. You're yeah. Not. So I think your uh, constant, uh, you know, objective to annoy me as I come into the studio is is uh, counterproductive. I, it is. It is. And uh, I'd like you to stop, please. <laughs> Are you going to write me a strongly worded letter? I, I might uh, have to uh, send you a, a referral to the principal's office on that one, <laughs> since we are in a school building. And this is not a just, school building. It is totally a school building. No, it's not. This is a school. We are literally in a school. Yes. Not it, a real it, school, though. It's Yes, it's a real school, dude. No, it's not. There's it's like offices. A, a cafeteria and a boys and girls, you know... Uh, Bathroom. Well, I mean, there's always a boys and girls bathroom, but you know, we don't have a gender neutral one. But I'm just saying, this place is a schoolroom. Yeah, look at the door. The door has the long glass window in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, it's just totally. This is a schoolroom. This building was a school. I guarantee it. Oh. Don't you know the history of this place? No, I don't. I'm going to find out now, though. Yeah, yeah. Totally a school. Yeah, and Mikey's so. with us, too, being annoying as shit. So. Right. But uh, he, he recognizes the fact that it's a school. No, he's just trying to agree with you just to get a rise out of me, because like what he does to me, I do to you. So the acorn didn't fall far from the tree, is what you're saying? No. Yeah. No, unfortunately, right. it did not. It would be nice if he didn't have that aspect of me, but he does. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's always the case. Yeah. Yeah. He, he never gets the good qualities, not the ones we want. It's always the shitty ones. Which ones? You know what I'm saying? Like the good qualities. Yeah. You have some? Yeah, I have, ton, I have tons of good qualities. Really? Yeah. The, the only one I can think of is you uh, resemble a monkey. That's a good quality? That is a good quality, yeah. Because you like It monkeys? makes you very endearing, yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I mean, everybody likes monkeys. Well, that's true. Everybody yeah. does kind of like so, monkeys, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a Until they throw poop on you, then you don't like them as much. You know, I've never actually uh, had that happen. Had a monkey throw poop on you? Yeah, but I've heard that story many t many times. You think it's urban legend? Like, I, do you think it, there's like the anti-monkey lobby that's putting out misinformation and propaganda to give people a, a lesser view of monkeys? It could be. But, uh, you know, then again, I have had humans throw poop at me. So, uh, you know, that's uh, I, I could see where that's. Uh, Hold on. You've had a human throw poop at you? Hasn't everybody? I, I can't recall a time that I've had a human throw poop at me. Well, I had to pay like $150 an hour for that to happen. But, you know, whoa, it, was, whoa. <laughs> it was a good time. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, me and Trump, we were, hanging out, <laughs> we were hanging out in a Moscow hotel and, you know, things got a little wild. <laughs> a little crazy. A couple lines. Right. You know what I'm saying? Next so. thing you know, fucking people are throwing poop at you right. for fun. Yeah, it's a good time. For sport. Good time. Yeah. Hopefully it was hard poop and not runny poop. You know, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's hard to remember. It was all a blur. We were doing a lot of coke back then. Me and uh, me and Donald. You and the D. Yeah. Did you call him the D then? Uh, no, no, we didn't call him that. Did you call him Don Don? Uh, I called him the Trumpster. The Trumpster. Yeah, the huh? Trumpster. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. 
Did you uh, did you give that stuff to the? Uh, I really haven't thought through this bit, so I, I'm, I'm kind of like I got nothing left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get started here. All right. All right. So the reason I wrote six thirty four to nine twenty four and seventy four dollars is yeah. I, I, this is uh, so in the show notes are, are just the, literally those two things: seventy four dollars and six thirty four p.m. to nine twenty four p.m. I am curious to hear this story. All right. So what it was was. So this week we did the move at the office, right? The where the office moved, right? Just across the bay. Actually, or, I thought that happened last week. Well, it was finalizing this week. When you say across the bay, you're not talking about a body of water. You're talking about an alley between two like warehouse bays. That's right. That's yeah, exactly okay. right. That's yeah. exactly right. So we got it. We got all the most of the stuff in the warehouse got moved on the, last week, right? But I couldn't move the office, and the reason I couldn't move the office was is that you had to wait for the cable company to come, and I didn't want to be alpha, you know, oh, internet right. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So they were supposed to be there, I think it was, was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday between 8 and 9 is when the Spectrum people were supposed to be there. And then I called the other, like the people that deal with my phones, that they would be there at the same time. And to show you, when you don't have a government monopoly and you can go anywhere, how the technicians just so happen to show up on time. However, if you have the government enforced monopoly, you're late. Because Spectrum has a government enforced monopoly in that area, because that's the only cable provider I can actually go with is Spectrum. Right, and they just are late, and I wasn't happy about that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a hundred percent monopoly driven, uh, because uh, I can tell you that even in places that have multiple carriers, uh, it's fairly common for the cable guy to be late. Yeah, I don't like that, so I called them and yelled. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> oh, but getting to the point of the seventy-four hours, right? Yeah, though. you still haven't explained right, so the, Friday, the time or money. Here. So Friday, at the end of the day after work, I didn't get out. I didn't get out of work until like six o'clock, right? Right. So I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to. And Ray Ray's coming over tonight, ten o'clock, right? So I got a couple hours to kill, basically, in between that. And so what I was like, let me turn it on, find out what happens, turn on Uber Eats. So what I'm telling you, what I'm the reason I have that in is that I got my first order at six thirty-four. I got my last order at nine twenty-four. And I made seventy four bucks. <laughs> That's the only that was that was all of it. Uh, exciting. Well, I thought it was funny that if you look at it though, so six thirty four, seven thirty four, eight thirty four, nine thirty four. That's three hours. Right. Seventy four bucks in three hours comes out to how much an hour? Uh, roughly twenty to sixty seven, I think. Something like that, yeah. right? That's yeah. Right. It's a good time. No. And I got to play like a video game. You know, I'm running around, driving around all cray cray. Your life is so exciting. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's 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 wonderful. There you go. So did you uh, have any interesting deliveries on this uh, voyage of yours? Well, it was only six deliveries. Right. So, I mean, I hate Carabas. Let me just start by off by saying I hate Carabas because it takes so long and this staff's so rude. You know what I mean? Because the stuff's not ready, but they're not telling you anything. It's just they're rude. And then, but they were so long that the Indian place that I normally go that I, that I pick up from or near there, was actually had their food ready, which is nice because I know it's got to wait for one of them. I just you know Caravas, and then uh, huh? no, I think other than that, it wasn't. Other than people are always in the way, and the other thing is this, like you know how you have the turn lane in like on nineteen where you have like the turn lane, but then there's an like it, it's not at the light though. But then all the cars on the other side like don't realize that they need to leave a space there, but yet they bunch up there. And there's always like, and what happens is almost all of them actually realize it. But then you have the one person that lacks any self awareness whatsoever that literally stops their vehicle like right in the middle where you can actually go and could easily dr- pull up, but then refuses to do so. Do you know what I'm talking about? At not all? not even remotely. I, I can't visualize this at all. Okay, hold on. So you have northbound traffic going north, right? Right. The stoplight's right here. Right? right. But it packs up a lot, right? Right. But here, there's a turn that goes this way. Oh, okay. Right. But you got to leave the opening there for people to actually use the fucking turn. Understood. Right. right. And then they don't. Yeah. And then I yell at them. Oh, well, that's good. And then... Yeah, very therapeutic for you. Well, it's not very therapeutic, but <laughs> it actually pisses me off to no end. Because yeah, that like, is true. There is a, a, a significant lack of, uh, you know... Uh, just awareness. Spatial awareness out on the road. Like, seriously, though. Yeah. Like, and especially if, like, if, you, if you're stopped. It's not like you're focusing on the road at that point, right? Right. And you have nowhere to go. I mean, you can move up, but literally, the other cars are making the opening in the other two lanes, but then the, the guy in that lane just doesn't move. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Just go. Well, there's, there's two sides of that equation, because then there are the overly... Uh, you know, friendly and helpful people 
uh, like the guy if uh, if there's two lanes of traffic heading one direction and the one in the left lane leaves a gap and then waves you through like hey I left you a gap you can go but uh, there's you know traffic coming in the right lane and the guy is totally unaware of that so he's like waving you on it's like dude there's there's traffic coming literally I'm gonna get t-boned if I pull out yeah you know those are the people that um, you know they they think they have awareness but they totally don't Yes, yeah. yes. No, no, I'm with you on that, by yeah. the way. And, fuck and I've those literally people too. seen people go based on that wave. You know, come on, it's clear. And then they get in an accident. Yeah. I've seen that happen a couple of times in my life. Yeah. yeah. I don't trust any of those people. No. Don't trust anybody on the no, roads. No, you, can't. you I can't. can't. I don't even trust you on the roads. Uh, I'm pretty good on the roads. Uh, knock wood. I've, uh, I've never actually been in a road accident. You know? Even if it wasn't your fault. Never, yeah. So you've I, never been rear-ended? No, I've actually been come close to being rear-ended uh, on two different occasions, but each time I saw it coming and I ditched it, and it hit the car in front of me. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I always watch a rear view when I'm stopped, and I always leave enough of a lane and have an escape path, uh, you know, if I need to, to bug out. So Driving tips by Wiley. Yeah, this one time I actually had to put it uh, really close between a foam pole and a park bench, but I managed to squeeze in there i thought i was gonna you know bust up both my mirrors off but i, I made it through nice you know, so and that's a you know panic response do but, you stick around after that or yeah generally yeah you know see if anyone needs help or anything you just make sure the situation's okay but, do you tell the guy that was going to rear end you that he's a dick uh no no i i didn't do that because obviously it, you know wasn't anyone's intent to rear end anybody how do you know uh I, well, maybe it was the cia trying okay. to kill you it could be could be but uh yeah I've, I've actually been in a lot of weird traffic situations like that but no accidents though that's, no a, that's accidents. really good on yeah. you by the way yeah. i should drive with you more often then yeah the only the only thing i've ever done is in a, a parking lot i backed into a foam pole that it was a unlit parking lot at night and there's a foam pole in the middle of a parking lot i don't know why they would do that but you know i backed into it and never saw it so that was my one you know fender bender in my entire life yeah yeah so anyway all right, so let's get let's keep going. Keep the show going here. Yeah. Um, how a few squid made Adrian realize he's racially bi- biased. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's happened last night to me, as a matter of fact. And, you know, it, it's it's one of those uh, epiphany mo- moments where you, you realize that, you know, despite the fact that you think that you don't really have any racial bias, uh, sometimes you do. Are you familiar with the show uh, Squidbillies? No. no squid billies squid billies never, never heard of it no okay it's a animated show it's a cartoon essentially on comedy central um and i hang on i'll, I'll pull up a uh, uh a little trailer here uh to give you kind of like a background uh on what it's like okay so you can have a, a better understanding of you know what kind of show this, it is i thought this show was called something else i think no. i do know this one okay all right hang on i'm gonna go ahead and play the audio of, a, of the one of their trailers oh, here yes, when you thought you were in for another boring summer early in the squids are back at it again we got a customer coming hey get the f- off my lap serving up a heaping pile of hillbilly logic show them the massage jeff honey here no shirt no shoes not a lick of common sense hey where you taking that stove to the f- off, I, I need a song bitch and drink. Okay, so now you have an idea of the show, right? And uh, interestingly enough, they announced last night that the main character there that, you know, needs a drink, uh, his name is Early. They're hiring a new um, uh, voice actor uh, for the, the next season. And the voice actor is Tracy Morgan. Okay, love Tracy Morgan, hysterical comedian, great, just phenomenal, but a black guy, right? And my first thought was, well, a black guy can't be early, you know, and then I thought, oh, my God, that right there is a racial bias. I I mean, it it was, you know, and I I thought I didn't have those sort of things, but, you know, I, I realized that. Um, here I was all this time watching the show, um, just assuming that by way of of the you know the 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 subtle stereotypes, uh, you know the the NASCAR watching, bush beer drinking, uh, inbred, incestual, you know, paint huffing, um, you know, meth smoking, um, 
you know, squids in this case. They're not even humans. They're squids. I just assumed they were white because of all those traditional white stereotypes. Those tropes, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I, so I'm thinking, you know, how can uh, a, a black man portray, uh, you know, someone who is uneducated and, um, you know, uh, dirt poor and smoking meth and, you know, being inbred. It just doesn't work in my mind. I realized that, you know, I had fallen for all those white stereotypes. <laughs> you hate white people. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, a, a racial bias against white people. <laughs> and it, it really bothered me. Um, that, you know, I, I didn't know that I, oh, I actually I didn't fell for all those stereotypes. I didn't see it coming until the end. I didn't see it coming until the end. That's what but, makes it the best part. <laughs> that was. Hold on. Let me read this real quick, though. This is from Wikipedia. The series is about the Collier family, an impoverished family of anthropomorphic hillbilly mud squids living in the Georgia region of the Blue Ridge Mountains. The series revolves around the exploits of an alcoholic father, Early, who is often abusive in a comedic way towards his family. His, TJ son, his teenage son, Rusty, is de desperate for his approval, and his grandmother, mother and grandmother, known in the show as Granny, is often the center of his aggression, and Lil, Early's sister, is mostly unconscious in a pool of her own vomit. <laughs> right. So it, it, No it, way a black guy can play that, it, huh? Right, it, exactly. It's all these white stereotypes. And it just, you know, those, those little subconscious cues make you think that these squids, which obviously have no racial bias... Well, they're actually all people of color. Well, I, they're not people at all. Well, they're squids yeah. of color, though. That's why anthropomorphic, but, which is the word you were trying to read, by the way. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard word. <laughs> yeah. It's a big it word. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot of letters and yeah. vowels. and So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, and it's funny when you really step back and objectively look at it, you, you realize you do have some of those racial biases. So, you know, guilty as charged. So, hold on. Tracy Morgan is going to be the one squid with the hat? Yeah, he's early, the main character. That's the that's the one with the hat, right? Yeah. And that's just going to be, you know, here's the thing. The guys at Adult Swim, um, I'm sure they are just thinking how hysterical because he's doing it. You know, he's not trying to voice a redneck or anything. He's doing it literally as Tracy Morgan. You know how Tracy Morgan is. You know, he's just, he's him. <laughs> and it's, I think it's just hysterical that they're doing that. It's weird, though. Well, y y you know. That like, th how are they going to, how are they going to. You don't. Like, is you there going to be a way that they actually try to explain that it's no, Tracy Morgan? No, you just roll with it. So yeah. you're just going to pretend like nothing happened. <laughs> it's going to be hysterical, Like I when think. they yeah. switch Darren's on Bewitched. Yes, exactly. There's no explanation for it. Yeah. They just did it. And yeah. you're just dealing with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. And, uh, you know, it, it's I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I, I got to give those guys a lot of credit for, for pulling that off. I think that's just awesome. So, oh, you, you, you're giving the intern the job of getting you more coffee? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nice. a good idea. Yeah, actually. Happy yeah. birthday. Might as well make himself useful. Yeah. Huh? He ain't good on the mic. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's do this. Uh, so there was some kind of election or something. Oh, you want to do that one first? Huh? I want to get it out of the way because I, you know, I don't give a shit, and I know you're chomping at the bit. So I, I didn't say I was chomping at the bit. You I totally said I said, wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Right. What? Okay. Yeah. You were excited about. It. I asked you, what do you want to talk about? It's like I really want to get into the elections. I, I you know. no. I said. I said. Oh, I do want to bring up the elections, and I know you don't care about it, but I will. Yeah. All right. So let's I mean, of course, you want to talk about the elections. Like you don't want to talk about like the civil war in Ethiopia right now. The fact that the uh, Tigray are about to take uh, Addis Ababa. You know, no, you don't want to talk about that sort of thing, of course. No, because you're conditioned by the American mainstream media to think about exactly what they want you to think about. So, no, you know, go uh, ahead. Listen, go hold, ahead. On, hold on real quick. Real by quick. the way, hang on a second. Real quick. I, I want to know. Hang on a second. Did you even know that was happening? No, what was happening? That uh, Ethiopia the capital of Ethiopia is about to fall to uh, rebel insurgents. No, exactly. I didn't know that. Exactly. You know why? Because I was waiting to hear you say it. No, because you are, are following the uh, well, US, look, mainstream U.S. media. I wasn't media. following too much. You're regurgitating exactly what they want you oh to know. Oh, my God. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> you do want to talk about elections. I don't care about I, it. I know you don't care. So I do want to get into this, though. So the Senate president in New Jersey lost to a truck driver. Right. So this guy who spent, I think, about 5000 They're saying he only spent $153 on his campaign. But 
it's a, it's it's actually like five thousand dollars, right? But this guy who has no political experience at all put his name on the ballot. And the reason he was mad, the reason he ran for office, was that they wouldn't give him a concealed carry permit, right? And so he decided to run for fucking state senate and beat the senate president, right? Like, if that's not embarrassing, I really don't know what is at this point, though. Like, I think it's funny as crap that this guy, it says, uh, Edward Durr was his name. Wait, Dirt? Durr, D-U-R-R. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, only one, you know, R-S-T, like, it's only a couple letters off. Though, right. Um, so this guy, who is, again, no experience at all, was just some dude that threw his name on the ballot and, you know, basically, you know. What was the letter behind his name? He was a Republican. Oh, okay, there you go. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's right. what it is. Yeah, exactly. But people start they they don't like the man in the you know the White House, and uh, they're going to pick the opposite team. Well, it's in Jersey. It's in Jersey. Next though. time they'll pick the other team. Well, no, and that might be the case. So yeah. I wanted to get to this one first. However, in Virginia, Terry McAuliffe was beat by Glenn Youngkin, another guy with no political experience at all. Right. Um, and then there was a new uh, secret, no, new lieutenant governor because they vote for they vote for them differently there, and she's a a, a black woman with a lo- loves her guns and is uh, now the lieutenant governor, another right. Republican. Yeah. And then there was a Cuban guy that won attorney general, but it was the white supremacist that actually won the election at the end of the day. I like it. So there yeah. you go. And I'm sure they'll uh, they'll continue to uh, you know uh, restrict everyone's economic uh, freedom and individual liberty. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. There's no chance that anybody's going to actually do anything really that much different. The tone is the only difference between the two at this point, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, I mean, there's no, I mean, don't get wrong. It, do, it does show like if it, the Republicans will be in charge in 2022 of the Senate and the House uh, right. on the federal level. However, all they're going to do is, you know, uh, they're not going to spend as much money maybe as the Democrats or they're going to spend it in different ways as the Democrats. But it's, you know, it's all still the same shit anyway. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess people still get uh, you know excited about that sort of thing. Well, I didn't get excited per se, but it was something that happened last week. So I mean, it was one of those things where, you know, it was it was it was it was worth to talk about. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, also, I don't know if you heard this or not though. So Roger Stone is on a big kick for um, auditing the Florida election, the past Florida election. Okay. Because Trump didn't win by enough votes here, I guess. Oh. And he he put a threat out that if he if if DeSantis doesn't do an audit, pass a bill to audit the election, he's going to run for governor as a libertarian. Mm. Oh, really? As a libertarian? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. He, he still has to get that nomination and he probably won't get it. Well, you would have to have somebody run against him. Yeah. So who's going to do that? Nobody's going to do that shit. Yeah. Well, actually, no. He can he can put his name on the ballot for any party, and the party has nothing to do with it. So that's true. Yeah. Somebody's got to run against him in order for him not to get the nomination. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I no, I'm not coming out of retirement. Oh, I wouldn't ask you to. Oh, I wouldn't, okay. I, well, you were looking at I me with that. I know. I wouldn't ask you to. I and, was waiting for a response, just like you gave, though, of like, oh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no way that I could beat Roger Stone. Roger Stone would whoop my ass. Oh, and I couldn't I'd, fucking look, do it in a libertarian <laughs> in a libertarian primary. I, uh, primary, I would kick Roger Stone's ass. No question. Oh, absolutely, yeah, you there, would. There's no doubt about it. But. I got no interest in doing so. I'm just gonna write your name in there. Anyway. I tried to get that guy to run for Senate one time. Yeah. <laughs> so and I good I thing had, he turned you down. I, well, I, he didn't at first, and then Trump called him. You know, and yeah. then the, um, then it was you know history from there. So He's, here's the thing: Roger Stone has zero chance to beat the DeSantis in a oh, yeah. Republican primary. Yeah, no. Right, he has zero chance to beat DeSantis in the general either. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. If he does actually put it, he's not going to do it, though. This is just, he does this all the time. Yeah. This is his, you know, MO. It's just, to, it's to put his news back, his name back in the news. Yeah. You know, for something. No, and he's, look, if for there's something one thing other he's than being at, indicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pulled out of his house fucking three in the fucking morning or some shit. Right. Six in the morning. Yeah. Like an ass. Right. I just, I, I think when he does this stuff, it just irritates me, though. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all theater. It don't no, matter. it is. It's all. None of it does matter. But I'm just. You know saying. what does matter? This the week, metaverse. No, I'm not going there. Um, <laughs> we'll say that for the second hour if I feel like it. Um, uh-huh. A red hawk actually landed uh, on a a low branch of a, a juvenile pine tree in my backyard, and uh, you know a gorgeous bird, huge, huge red hawk, 
And, uh, you know, I'm eyeballing him, and he's eyeballing me, and we're just kind of staring, and I'm, you know, I'm watching this, this majestic, uh, you know, bird of prey. And this fucking squirrel comes running up the tree and gets on a branch, like four feet away from him, and starts shaking his tail at him. You know, and I'm thinking to, to myself, squirrel, are you out of, this guy will eat you. You know, you'll never see it coming. You won't know what happened. And the hawk is is like, you know, just kind of looking at him like, what, what the fuck are you thinking? You know, and this squirrel is getting all tough with him. Next thing you know, a couple of blue jays land on a branch right next to him. And they start like screwing with this hawk. And I felt so bad for this hawk. This hawk could have, you know, just destroyed any of them. But he gave me one last look. And like ugh, these fuckers, and flew away. I watched a hawk get get uh, scared off by two blue jays and a squirrel. Strangest thing, but I I actually respected this uh, this hawk for such an amazing show of restraint. You know, just an interesting scenario. Things that happen in my backyard. Yeah, what's going on with the fucking squirrels and blue jays in your fucking backyard? Like, what a bunch know, of yeah, honestly, I think this is a reflection of you. I think that your aura is actually rubbing off on the squirrels and the blue jays in a way that you never it's an unintended consequence of your um, location and the location that the that these animals have had to you that you've given them such a get off my fucking lawn attitude that they they're claiming ownership of your backyard and when the hawk came they're like fuck you you're not fucking staying we don't give a fuck and we're not scared here's my ass to shake at you right yeah it, it was kind of like how that. many times when somebody comes over there do you fucking shake your ass at somebody and be like hey get the fuck out of here yeah hey i, I don't actually do that but uh <laughs> maybe i'll start uh, <laughs> <laughs> it uh, worked for the fucking squirrel yeah yeah Go i'm figure. just saying maybe you can learn a thing or two from well, these animals i don't think it it necessarily has anything to do with nature i think it's the fact that i've i've finally realized uh, that we are living in a simulation and i i think i've gotten like some some neo matrix powers here and i think i can actually affect the simulation now that i realize that uh you know are you the, are that's you all the we one? are are you the one i'm not the one but i i think that uh, recognizing that you live in a simulation gives you a little bit of a uh, you know hacker street cred kind of in the uh in, in, the, in the metaverse. In, in, I guess, you know, the metaverse is the beginning of it. Yeah. You know, and I actually, uh, you know, I do think now that we're we're making those, you know, this this step towards augmented reality. You know, I think eventually once we get to the point where we start installing, um, you know, characters and not avatars of ourselves necessarily, but characters into this NPCs, NPCs. I, I thank you for learning that term, actually. There you go. Um, into this reality uh, that we're creating and and. I think they'll they'll come a point where they become sentient, but they are convinced that this simulation that they live in is their the totality of their reality. And uh, I, I think uh, once that happens, it becomes absolutely clear that there's zero doubt that we're living in a simulation. All right, so you're like it's the it's the it's a picture of a painter painting a picture of a painter painting a picture. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, because if, if we can create a simulation, that means that is of that level where the the beings within the simulation don't realize that they're in a simulation and the simulation is their complete reality and they can't see beyond it because, you know, you uh, uh, you put a character in a, a computer system, they can't see beyond the screen. They can't see beyond the box. They can't see the circuitry that that makes them exist. Let me ask you a question. Because they're incapable of existing in that reality. I I hear you. I hear you. Let me ask you a question real quick, though. What drug that you took do you think that opened your mind up to this? Um, I I don't think... Well, yeah, I I did a lot of acid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And a fair amount of shrooms as well. Um, You know, but, uh, yeah, I I think that... uh, I don't know that that's necessarily a prerequisite uh, to thinking like this, uh, right. because a lot of other people, uh, you know, think that way too. But I just find that uh, that concept very fascinating now. All right, but you have to you have to think that there's there's if we can create a simulation that exists like that, there's no doubt that the the probability is that we are in one, because it would have happened before, and the likelihood that we're in uh, base reality, as Elon Musk calls it, is uh, you know uh, basically infinitesimal i got you all right so we got to talk about the metaverse now thing then. 
Well, that's that's kind of what I you know was wanting to talk about, but it is. I thought you uh, said you didn't want to talk about it. I didn't. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you, but you, hold on, you, kinda, you just said you keep no to dragging, me. You keep dragging me into it, you know. But well, you that, dragged yourself. Into that, it. That's what I'm saying is that you know. So what is he trying to? What is he trying to do? Well, it basically create an augmented reality for humans, where we um, exist, we work, we play, we live for for the most part inside of this augmented reality world. Um, which we are our avatars in that world, essentially. Yeah. Um, there was a game many years ago. I think it came out in like 2003. It was very, very ahead of uh, its time called Second Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. I remember hearing about this. Yeah. And uh, it was very similar to that. You create an avatar in this open world reality and, you know, it's, you live in it and interact with other people who have their avatars and so on and so forth. Um, and I think now they're, that's where they're really wanting to take it uh, with the uh, new technology they have. I, I, I think it's going to miss the mark for several years. It's, it's going to be kind of lame uh, early on. Uh, but eventually, we're are you going to make an avatar? No, I'm not going to have anything to do with it. Are you kidding me? Oh, why yeah. not? Well, because I figured out how to manipulate this simulation. Why would I bother going into another one? Well, I mean, I can manifest. I'm going to make in my in my yard, dude. Well, yeah, but they're pussy hawks that fucking run away. No, 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 no. Bitch ass pussy hawks. No, no, no. He wasn't a pussy. He was exercising such great restraint, even though he had all the power to do whatever he wanted. He exercised the restraint. He chose not to. It was a very zen type of thing. You had an experience with this hawk, didn't you? Not really. It's just something to talk about on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just good times. But uh, yeah, the, the the metaverse, man. It, it just look here. They, really, the bottom line is Zuck is in a shitload of trouble. And you know, I do have a theory, though. I do have a theory. Is 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 like if we are living in the simulation, it's possible that a handful of people are actually avatars from the higher reality. I got know? you, like the agents. And in- I, I think maybe Zuck is one of those guys. Yeah, but if if that's the case, think about how boring his reality must be. Yeah, I guess so. If he's got to come here and spend all his time, you know, all these guys like that. Yeah. So it's a giant video game for them. I think that's probably what it is. I'm going to definitely get an avatar. Yeah. I, 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 of course you are. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? I, I don't know. Yeah, you're probably going to get the brain implant, too, when it comes available. So oh, is there a brain implant, too? It's actually, yeah. It's, they're not really talking about it now, but it's the next logical step in the progression. Because right now you have to do it with, like, glasses and things like that. And it's it's bulky. Oh, there's and, glasses, though? Well, yeah. That's, that's basically what it is. So uh-huh. you put on the glasses and you immerse yourself in this augmented reality, you know, so you can still see uh, the surroundings that you're in, but it 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 manipulates what you see and, and adds to it. That's why they call it augmented reality. Well, there's no kind of like the Pokemon Go thing. There's nowhere to sign up, though. Well, I, I don't think it's ready yet, but then why I, talk about it. Eventually, they're going to uh, eventually they're going to jack it. Well, because you need to talk about it because he's, uh, you know, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many scandals going on right now with uh, Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff that, you know, everybody's gunning for him. You know, mm-hmm. cancel culture's coming. Oh, yeah. They're and they're going to use, uh, you know, all Facebook and Instagram to uh, talk about how they want to cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to take it over from them. I know. Just. God, the, the, you know what sucks, by the way? The hypocrisy well, and irony in the world is just too much to handle. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's right, though. Like, you have a guy that creates a platform where people are allowed to talk to one another, and then you have all these Karens that are all pissed off that want to take over his shit, not because they want to build a better mousetrap, but just because they can't build the better mousetrap, and they just want to take over his shit like a bunch of bitches. Well, it, first of all, I think Zuckerberg is a evil and human person. Yeah. I, I really do. The guy's just useless. Um, and that it's uh, those all those platforms are just everybody should be off of them um, because it's basically a, a giant, uh, you know, collection of information about you to uh, to both market to you and control your behavior yeah. and to control your thought. And, you know, I don't want anyone controlling my thought, but. Yeah, the point is, is don't uh, tell me what to do. Well, it, it, when they get to the augmented reality in the metaverse, it's going to be that much more. And then, uh, like I said, twenty years from now, we're probably going to be working directly with a brain interface. Yeah. So you won't even need to use your eyes; it'll jack into the visual cortex of your brain, and you know it'll just feed those images directly. I can't to your wait brain. till they chip you up. I can't wait till yeah. they chip you up, dude. I kind of wrote a book about you know being willing to die for that not to happen. Yeah, but they're going to get you. They're going to get you. They're not going to get me. They're going to so. get you. You know how they're going to get you, by the way? Hmm. With a really hot chick. 
Yeah, no, that's actually two of them. That's that's not going to work, dude. And they're going to start with. They're not going to tell you what they're going to do, but they're going to come there. It's almost like getting your kidneys. <laughs> it's the same so, as getting so your kidneys. I'm, so I'm going to wake up and uh, you You're know wake up in a, in a welcome to the welcome to the metaverse written yeah. in lipstick on yeah. the mirror. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> You're like, man, it was such a good I'm time, gonna, though. I'm going to become an urban legend. Well, no, and what's going to happen is, is that you're going to be like, you're going to be like, they were so hot though, it was worth it. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think you are. I uh, think you no. are. I think that's how they're going to get you. No, I, I think you're, that's how my handlers. Once tell again, me. you're projecting <laughs> <laughs> because obviously that that would be your downfall. All right, so let's get two into, women currently are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the news a little bit here. So there was a Los Angeles, Los Angeles County Sheriff that warns against vaccine mandates causing mass exodus among personnel. Exodus. Exodus, yeah. So, and I only bring up the article itself. They're saying, I have repeatedly stated that dangers to public safety when 20 to 30% of my workforce is no longer a- uh, available to provide service, those, and those dangers are quickly becoming a reality. You don't need everybody to not get the vaccine. If you guys go down this road and 20% of the people are not complying with this, you're fucked. Like, you're screwing everything up by doing this. Right, right. And it's happening across a variety of industries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But to say that it's it's happening, like, with sheriffs and firemen and nurses and all of this stuff, when it is painfully obvious that the only thing the vaccine really does is protect yourself. It doesn't protect other people. Right. It doesn't stop you from transmitting it. As a matter of fact, the places that have very high vaccine rates also have very high transmission rates. If it was the case that that thing couldn't spread it, then those numbers would be the exact opposite of what they are right now. I would actually make the argument, I think that the vaccine actually helps you spread it. doesn't hurt you from spreading it. I don't know about that. But the one thing I do know is that I, I'm very confused. Uh, so at this point... Are are the first responders? Are they heroes or anti-vax nut jobs? Because I'm hearing both. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't be both, can you? That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, hey, uh, which are they? Uh, I would say that they're heroes. Work here, man. Heroes work here. I would say that not anymore. Yeah, no, nope, you're done now. <laughs> you're not a hero anymore. Well, turn in, turn in your medals because you're not a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and then we get American Airlines canceled another 634 flights on Sunday, more than 12% of its total uh, operations for the day the company That said. was last Sunday. I think they've canceled a shitload more yeah. since then. Yeah, it's it it's um, you know, absolutely amazing that they're just uh, you know, there's 100 million Americans not in the workforce suddenly. Yeah. You know. This is a big game of chicken by the way. It really I feel is. like it's a really big game of chicken. Right. And yeah. don't get me wrong, they're going to get sued for this and they're probably not going to win and and they're probably not going to win. Like, this mandate will go away, but hey, keep keep it down over there, tough guy. Um, the mandate will go away, but they want to have the maximum effect possible, and I do think it's really funny. When you see some of these places that will say, well, we now have 91% of the people... Um, uh, 91% of the people are vaccinated because they fired or let go of a bunch of other ones. Right. Yeah. So it's like they, they say the number is good, but in all reality, the number is not good at all because you just fired a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't give a fuck about those people that they fired, by the no. way. No. No. Look, you can, ha- you can have had the... Uh, there was a woman that was a, a sports reporter that they that ended up having to... They, they fired her. She got coronavirus, got through it, was concerned because she wants to have kids that the vaccine might do some damage to that. And they're like, well, it doesn't matter that you already had it. We're going to let you go. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. You know, he uh, actually is out uh, this week uh, because he's on the NFL's COVID protocol. He got COVID. And it turns out that, uh, you know, he's not vaccinated. And so, you know, he had to admit that. And he actually, in the past, he had been coy about it and said, well, I'm inoculated. Yeah. You know, which actually that's a, a bad choice of words because inoculate is is very similar to vaccinate. He probably should have said he was immunized, which could have been a natural, you know, immunization. Yeah. To, but the point is, is now, uh, you know, woke culture, culture is, uh, you know, and cancel culture is coming after him big time. You know, and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out for him. I mean, you know, he's obviously the franchise quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. They've had their problems, and you know, he, last season he yeah, was talking he's about, had some he's had some yeah. uh, some uh, contract it, dispute. It, it's going to be interesting to see if this ends in him, you know, losing his job. 
and it, it, it it's possible. Um, but uh, you know, I, I don't know the whole woke thing. And maybe this is just my perception because I was too close to it back in the day. But back in the day, wasn't that like a libertarian thing? Woke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like red pilled or blue yeah, pilled. yeah, red exactly. Pilled or something yeah, like that. yeah. It was it was something where I think they talked about it a little bit, but it got it, that got ha, yeah, taken that, over. that got totally taken. Yeah, taken but over. most of the stuff libertarians do gets taken over. Though. It does, it does, it, and, it, and we never get credit for it. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah. Of course, the war on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Foreign policy. Right. Know, none of that shit. Yeah. Well, but, power policy, which we kind of get a little more in there. But, but yeah, it's, you know, at, at a time where we've got, uh, you know, all these supply chain disruptions, all these labor shortages, uh, you know, all, all these, uh, you know, hospitals are overwhelmed, police are overwhelmed, the EMTs are overwhelmed. Oh, speaking of EMTs, um, my uh, my son actually uh, just uh, got a job as a uh, 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 EMT uh, in an emergency room. So he's not doing the ambulance thing anymore. He's uh, actually going to do it in an emergency room. So he's real happy about that because the the uh, ambulance company he was working for was like mandating thirty hours a week of overtime. You know, sometimes some, sometimes thirty five. Yeah, because so, they're short. short yeah, they're so short staffed. They're, they're they're literally mandating overtime. And and you know he he was making a fortune, but he's you know he's working seventy five hours a week. Oh, you know? yeah. So it's just you know hurting him. But uh, so and then that's what's happening is because of it's just kind of like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you start saying, well, you can't work here if you're not vaccinated. And the next thing you know, there's a whole bunch of people that, you know, aren't working there. Now, that particular case wasn't the one. They're just generally short staffed. But, um, you well, know, that's there's other reasons behind yeah. that other government actions that were taken. Exactly. But, you know, that's what's uh, now. This is just uh, exacerbating that and, and making the problem even worse. And everybody's doubling down on it. You know, yeah. but there's a lot of pushback now. I, I know uh, DeSantis actually uh, came out and did a press conference yesterday against the uh, the mandates. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he was proposing, but I didn't catch it. Did you happen to catch it? Well, I didn't catch it, but I know what he's proposing, though. Okay. He's banning mandates across the state. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I don't actually I, I don't, don't know. I don't necessarily agree with it at the same time, too, though. Well, I, I don't necessarily agree with banning mandates, but I would. No, I, I do actually agree with banning a mandate because that wouldn't prohibit. Um, is he what's what, what exactly is he, so he's prohibiting no company, company can actually require that you take the vaccine. Okay, okay. If he was prohibiting the federal mandate, I would be in favor of that. But if a company chooses to do that, that's you know, I would say that he takes that's it one step business. too far. Yeah, he takes it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So what he's doing is is it takes it from a a freedom perspective by banning the federal mandate to a honestly a little more fascist aspect if he's prohibiting companies from making that decision on their own yeah yeah and it's a dangerous precedent to set even though i know a lot of people i know a lot of people that are totally for it like, like they're like oh yeah this is great but they're they're not thinking it all the way through. right them. exactly and, it, and it's the old problem uh you know that, that people f- fall into all the time is that there's only two solutions to the problem yeah. You know, it's like, well, you have to be this or this. Like, he can you know? ban government agencies from doing it. Yes. And, yes. And, you know, and sheriff's departments and right. stuff like that. Like, he can do that, but he shouldn't be able to do it for private businesses. Or he could say that we will protect, we will do everything we can to protect you from the federal government enforcing it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and sue the federal government over it and things like that. So so there are options that he could do to... Yeah, there's a middle ground that's actually the right... So there, there's the right solution to it, and he just doesn't... And again, this is one of those things, is that when these situations come about, that to, to go the, the exact opposite direction right. without without having a... a, a a base of principle right that would dictate your decision you know what i mean like it's it, well here's the it's problem not having the principle behind it and it understands that the the private businesses have that right as if, good or bad as it is the, and well and take take it a step further is if you prohibit that business from doing something in this case saying that you have to be vaccinated to work here um then you have the enforcement mechanism that okay so what if the company says well i'm not going to obey that law what do you do you come arrest the owners you fine them what you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so so what he did is took a something that was a use of force by the federal government and instead of protecting 
you know, the people of Florida from that federal government force. He just took it the opposite direction and said, we're going to use force in this regard. Yeah. And, and that's really where the problem lies. You know, now here's the thing. Ideologically, when it comes to not having a mandate as a company, I agree with that. I, I do too. I don't. I don't totally. disagree with them at all. Yeah. My problem is, is that the company it's, should it's, have the right to do that if they want to. Right. But by the same token, from a a purely philosophical standpoint, as an employer, it's well, I don't know. Maybe it is my business. You know what the health condition of the people that I employ. So I, I get it's a kind of a gray area. But the one thing I know for a fact is that the government should not be forcing me to make that decision one way or another. Yeah. You know, and there should not be consequences based on the decision that I make. Yeah. You know, I mean, or at least just, not from from a government force perspective. Yeah. Now, it's weird that I'm going to segue to this one, but I want to segue to this one instead because you put up an article from the AP that was Maine passes nation's first right to food amendment. Right. Now, when I first read this, I was... Like when I read it, yeah, I initially was like, "Whoa, hold on a second here." Whoa, I, I did the exact what same the thing. What the fuck is going on with this? Yeah, and they, then when Adrian put it up, when he, when he put it in the show notes, I'm like, "Oh, hold on a second. And then I read it. Right. Well, hang on a second before we go into what it is. This is just another example of mainstream media misleading headlines. You know, because this is absolutely not a right to food like. It, when someone says it is, I, well, it, it is, but it isn't. When someone says I have the right to food, and maybe this is how we've our mindset has changed over the past decades, you immediately think that well, that means the government has to give you food. Right? That's what I thought, and that's what I thought initially. Yeah, and the reality of the situation is that. Um, this is not about the government giving anyone food. And it goes to show you how the definition of these words have changed so dramatically through a, a, an effort of those who want to redefine what a right is. Yes, yes, yes. It's their fault. Yes. However, so I want to read this, though. A statewide referendum asked voters if they favored an amendment to the main constitution, quote, to declare that all individuals have a natural, inherent, and unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, body health, and well-being. It was an experiment not tried before by any states. Right. Well, wait a second. That should be the natural order of life. Yeah. That should be we shouldn't actually have to codify the fact that you have a right to, you know, produce your own food and consume your own. This food. should be in the Bill of Rights, actually. <laughs> I, at the time, I the Bill of Rights was, so was written. Obvious yes, exactly. That there was no reason to put it in there. Right. And the government has gotten so bad. Yes. That they now have to explain this out because the authoritarian psychopaths that we have in government. Right. Do not believe this. Right, because they, they don't want you to be able to have a garden in your yard. Yeah, yeah. That's you know really that? what it has to do. Yeah. Um, well, I think it actually goes a step further and says that um, you have the right to uh, sell that food. So like raw milk, you know, the places that are doing things like that, that are, uh, you know, prohibiting you from selling it, you know, setting up a, a farmer's market and selling your raw milk. Um, I think it actually, uh, you know, touches on that as well. So I, I, I think that, yeah, it, it's just such a, a basic and presumed unalienable right that it's amazing that they have to codify it, but it's it's obvious as to why. You know, it's kind of like having to pass a law that says humans have the right to breathe the air. You know, it. it, it, it but at some point, <laughs> you know, maybe with carbon offset credits, <laughs> oh maybe at some point states will have to say that humans have a right to breathe uh, without any encumbrance from government. Now, th here's the thing, though. This is one of those amendments to where I don't care what political persuasion that you're in. You're going to have to agree with this one. How could you be opposed to it? How in the world can you be opposed to right. this in any way? Right. How could you as a human being say, oh, yeah, my neighbor does not have the right to uh, grow and eat or you know, harvest no, their own. Here's food. the thing, though. Yeah. When you say it this way, people would be like, yeah. Right. But when you say it the other way of like my neighbor's going to the neighbor's going to grow the food in the front yard. Right. They're going to go to the HOA stuff and be right. like, you can't do that. Right. 
Yeah, or my neighbor's going to have, you know, chickens in the backyard. Yeah. Right. Now. Which literally uh, is why on. I disbanded my HOA, because they said we couldn't have chickens, let me ask, even though I never wanted a chicken. Let me ask you another question, though. Huh. This is, a, this is an interesting question here. Mm-hmm. Do, does the H, okay, let's say you're a part of an HOA. Right. That makes rules about your yard. Right. Does that supersede this? No, of course not. So all the HOA rules all over the country, or all over Maine, are now null and void. Well, um, I would have to read the you know the the fine print on this uh, this amendment. But your thought, I don't though. know the answer to it. But um, as well, it, it could be argued that uh, an HOA is a private organization that you enter into voluntarily. Um, so That's exactly what it is. Perhaps not. Well, no, I, I look at it more as a, a quasi-governmental agency that you're, you know, uh, forced to um, participate in if you happen to live in a geographic area, you know. Or okay. You, it all depends on when you moved in. If the HOA is already established and you try to buy a house there, then you're buying a house there knowing what the rules are. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that you're going into the place. Right. Now, if an HOA was built around you. <laughs> right. Maybe your grandfathered in at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, again, it's it's one of those things. But look, most of the HOAs already exist before right. somebody moves in there. Yeah. Very few places just get taken over by an HOA. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I so, mean, sometimes it happens. Not, but, yeah. I'm sure it does, but it's very, very rare, though. Yeah. The, the, the normal course of events. I would have to say that that's an argument to be played out in court, but I would think that uh, it would be a, a pretty strong argument to, to say that an HOA can't infringe on an inherent right. Hmm. You know? I would su- but maybe not. Here's the thing. Let me just, for the record, say that I hate HOAs. I never want to live in an HOA. I want nothing to do with an HOA. Not my deal, right at all. Right. However, I still would respect the right of the HOA to to have rules when it comes to your lawn. Uh, yeah. If for no other reason than I want the status to all live together. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, can't we segregate them? Yeah, you know? that's what well, we should do. It's the same type of thing that we've always said, that you can have communism within a, a free society as long as it's voluntary voluntary participation. Yes. You know, you want to make a commune, go live there, fine. Yeah, it's do it. Your business. You have want to set time. up rules for everyone that lives there, that's fine. That's your business. Yeah. Um, you know, you but the, the, the line you can't cross is forcing me to participate in it. That's right. Um, so again, uh, since there is a, yeah, it's, it's kind of a gray area. I, I would have to agree with when it comes to HOAs, but, um, yeah, it, I love this amendment. Though. I do love the, like amendment. when I first read, but I hate it, the I fact that mad. it's necessary. Yeah. When I first, again, when I first read it, I read the headline and I'm like, Oh, what the fuck in Maine? What well, are you doing? You know, the people of Maine get freedom right in a lot of cases and then they totally screw it up in others. You know, it's a, it's a very strange state. Those new England states are, are, odd like that it's it's like sometimes they seem like full-on commies and other times it's like oh you guys really get freedom yeah you know yeah it's kind of a weird deal well with the except in massachusetts have you ever been to maine i have never been to maine no i just would like to go to maine one yeah yeah i would too yeah i've got some friends from maine how long was that roadie how long is that roadie uh that's a long one i think yeah you think that's a long roadie that's yeah that's probably 30 hours i'm thinking you're thinking 30 hours huh um let's see yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, going up all the way to Bangor. Yeah, you you probably you're probably talking high twenties, uh, thirty hours, something like that. Right, you're googling it now. See how long a roadie it is. We're not driving to Maine. <laughs> it just it's not going to happen. So you can you can give up on that little fantasy right now. What are you talking about? We're going. We're going. Tampa, Florida, Bangor, Maine. How many hours? How many did you say? I said thirty. Just twenty two. Twenty two. Wow, that seems short. 22 hours 49 minutes from huh. and that's and that's kind of deepens like it's from Tampa to Bangor Maine and Bangor Maine is you know a little bit of ways in Maine it's not it's not on the border right right hmm. yeah, go figure I, I address or overestimate we could leave right now and be there by this time tomorrow uh yeah all right let's do it you ready to do it yeah I'm, I'm turning our mics off have a good weekend everyone we'll see you Light, we'll do live from the I, road. I actually from turned our mics off for a second there. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I just did. You know. Is it still off right now? No, it's on now. Okay. Yeah. So we could do Bangor, Maine in 22 hours. I'm just letting you know, whenever you're down and ready for for the roadie of for all fucking roadies. Yeah, but then it's 22 hours back, too. So. Well, that's all right. Yeah. So. Well, I'll rent a car. Um, how about a private jet? We could always do, call, call Jeffy Jeff. Call Jeffy Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's anybody that calls Bezos Jeffy Jeff? 
Uh, I'm pretty sure not. I hope so. Yeah. I hope there's one. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a thing. But uh, the, what I was uh, attempting to segue to, which you totally missed, was the hypocrisy of holding a climate summit for the most rich and powerful people in the world and having them arrive in 400 separate private jets. Yeah. Okay. How do you not get the hypocrisy of that? How do you people, all you rich and powerful world leaders, going to a climate uh, summit to decide how you're going to force us plebs to change our lifestyle, and yet they had so many private jets that they were landing the aircraft, unloading passengers, and then having to fly them to different airports because they did not have enough space to store all the private jets. I mean, you're talking about they burned probably, you know, hundreds of thousands, perhaps approaching, you know, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of gallons of jet fuel um, to do this. They probably used, they created more CO2 getting to this climate conference than probably the average family uses in their entire lifetime. Yeah. And just how 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 dare you how dare you here's the thing you know that's what i think about that here's the thing this is in the area in which i will have to admit that greta thunberg makes a good point sometimes because right. she was at this thing right and she's basically pointing this stuff out it's all words and blah 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 blah, blah and it's all bullshit and it's just you know what I'm glad to know that you at least understand that part. Right. Like yeah. I have a little I have a little bit more respect for the for for this woman because she fucking hates them too. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it, that is a good point. She at least gets that part of the hypocrisy. I mean, she's completely off base when oh, it comes she, to she she, she thinks, wants to close everything down well she she honestly believes that the planet is going to be dead in 20 years i mean it's yeah. just no concept you're of any idiot. type of, of scale or, or any type of you know you're an idiot geological but you're an history you're an or honest like. idiot y- yes yes uh, she she's ignorant uh of you know reality but at least she she can point out the hypocrisy which gives her a couple of points in my book yes yeah you know what that, that's one of the things too. There are people that are in different ideological camps, right? That I do listen to, that I do trust, and that I do want to hear their point of view on, because I know that they're at least honest, or they they seem they're at honest least about their opinion, honest right. about it, right? Yeah. But they're willing to call out the bullshit for everybody at any time. It doesn't matter who right. it is. And it's weird because those people get labeled in such a negative tone by one side or the other, but it actually says way more about the people that are pointing fingers at them than it does that person themselves. And let me put a couple people in the perspective that I'm talking about, like Glenn Greenwald. He is a he is a, a definitely a very I want to see a lot of government progressive kind of guy. Right. But he is a civil libertarian to the nth degree and a transparency guy to the nth degree. And he's anti-authoritarian to the nth degree. Right. Tulsi Gabbard, oh, beautiful woman that she is, um, is also in that same thing where she will put her. She doesn't, you know, she's she, she, she puts her opinion out there, but at the same time, she's an honest player in all of this stuff. And there, there's a show, The, the Hill, you know, thehill.com, right? Right. They have a show called Rising, and that one's also got a lot of... They actually have one token libertarian in that one. Um, and it's actually pretty good. So, like, it's, you can find the honest players out there, and it's just nice to do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. I still hate Greta Thunberg, by the way, but... Yeah, you, yeah. You, you despise that poor girl for a long time. Yeah, but I can't you know? be... I can't not be honest about the part where exactly. I'm Exactly, like, yeah. You know what? I give her credit. She a- hates a- those guys, too. At least too. you're calling it out, so... Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's all for our first really? hour. No, it's, you know... Um, <laughs> just stop. Uh, but if you'd like to uh, join us in the second hour, uh, all you need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up. Be a subscriber. You get a whole bunch of swag. Swag. Is, huh? Swag. Swag. Oh, is that what you're saying? Thank you. 
Um, you get the This Is Not a Bomb duffel bag, the Anarchist Guild coin, and a whole bunch of other free stuff. See you on the other side. 